0: into each other the other two kids started to run I'm fuck he turned and tried to limp towards the main road wait no wait I dropped the knife and followed him as he dropped to his knees by the curb I crouched beside him and searched his pockets for my mobile wait just wait I didn't know what I was saying words kept tumbling out without coherence oh my mum. he started crying holding his stomach Please, you have to get my mum. There was blood on the handset as I tried to dial 999. Please. Wait, wait, just wait. The line was ringing and ringing, and the tarmac I was kneeling on was slick with blood and rainwater. Emergency services. Hello, hello, I need it. A... I need it. A... The kid wasn't speaking anymore. Hello? Sir? Hello? I thought I was just punching him. "'Oh, God!' A hand went to my mouth to hold back the bile, and the tears came instead. "'Fuck!' "'Hello? Can you hear me?' I ended the call and struggled to my feet. The street was empty, but that was to be expected. People would have turned their backs or disappeared into houses. No one wanted to go to court. No one was worth that. I wiped the blood off my hands onto my shirt and zipped up my jacket as if it would hide the stains.' I thought I was just punching him. I went to take him by the shoulders, to get him out of the road, but he was too heavy. I could only manage a few steps before having to drop him. He looked his age now, despite his size. His face was that of a child's. For a few moments I was torn between trying to lift him again and running back to the knife. I ran. The blade was red all the way up to the handle. It was surprisingly light when I picked it up. It had gone into him so easily that I hadn't even noticed, like sliding it into butter. I retched, threw it away from me and heard it clatter against a drain. I started walking faster and faster towards my house. The buckle on my watch was loose and I slid it back into place. I couldn't believe how close I had been to getting home. Five minutes later or earlier and this wouldn't be happening.' I made it to my front door without seeing anyone else and wondered how long it would take for someone in the surrounding houses to phone the police or an ambulance. I couldn't steady my hands enough to get my key in the lock, so I knocked instead. For a second, I worried what Mum would say about getting blood on the carpets. I was only seventeen. That kid had been younger. By the time my brother answered the door, I found it too difficult to speak. Tony, I choked. Jesus Fuck Nick! He grabbed at me, searching for the wound so that he could stem the blood and paled as he realised it wasn't mine. Tony, we need... Oh, Jesus Christ! He leant out and scanned the street. His mum! It was all I could get out through the tears as he dragged me inside by the front of my jacket. Please! We have to get his mum! Chapter 1 2010 the first time I killed someone, I wasn't paid for it. Like many other kids, I drifted into my career by accident, because it was the first industry to offer me money, because, with my record, nowhere else would have offered me any. I turned right off Mariborne High Street and into a road of detached houses. Like the stockbrokers and accountants still in their offices, I didn't have to be working, but I dragged myself out of a shallow sleep on my sofa and into my car when Pat Dyer had called and offered me a job. "'I poured into a lay-by, got out into the excruciating cold "'and squinted at each front door. "'His daughter had gone missing, apparently. "'I didn't know much about Pat, "'having only been introduced once in passing. "'I knew more about him by reputation, "'but they were all the same, these types. "'Clever, self-important, predictably psychotic. "'A gust of wind went through my coat "'and I gritted my teeth as I walked up to Pat's house.' I noticed as I knocked that any space where grass or flowers were meant to be had been covered with concrete. A blonde woman opened the door and I faltered. I'm... Hi, I'm Nick. Nick Caruana. She looked at my hand with her arms folded before shaking it. Her wrists showed traces of white scars and she had the most desolate eyes I'd ever seen. Pat sounded like the type to have a model wife, and she stood at least two inches taller than me. Um, Pat called me over.